Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Time Biotech. Today, we bring to you episode 2, the chromosomal link to gender and sex. Now before we begin, there is one thing that we'd like to make absolutely clear. Gender and sex are not the same thing. Some of you may be wondering what the difference is. Well, gender is, broken down to its bare bones, a social construct. It is based on culturally accepted norms of what is deemed feminine and masculine on the basis of clothing, behavior, attitude and so much more. Gender identity is what a person chooses to express themselves as and there can be various different identities. It exists across a spectrum. And a few gender identities aside from the social binary may include agender, that is people who do not identify as any gender, bigender or those identifying as both male and female, or gender fluid, that is people who may identify as different genders at different points in time. There are some theories on the formation of gender identity in a child's development broken down into four steps. 1. Understanding the concept of gender. 2. Learning the gender roles and stereotypes around them. For example, Barbie dolls or dresses are perceived as inherently feminine, while sports or superheroes are seen as masculine. It is important to note that these stereotypes are, well, just stereotypes. Absence of a socially acceptable femininity does not make you any less female and vice versa. However, these standards and stereotypes, while they do, while they do not give a nuanced view on gender, provide a basic understanding for child development and comprehension. 3. Identifying with the parents. It is often said that children are a reflection of their parents. So, understanding gender as a concept also depends on the parental influence on the child. 4. Forming a gender preference It has been speculated that formation of gender identity may not stem only from environmental influence, but genes and hormone levels too. Biologists still aren't exactly sure where our sense of gender identity comes from, but they do know that it is not the same as sex, and is more of a psychological and sociological concept. Sex, on the other hand, is a biological concept. It refers to the chromosomal arrangement of a person determined at conception by the genes we inherit from our parents. When a person's sex and gender identity are both the same, they are called cisgender, and when there is a mismatch between the sex and gender, they are called transgender. It is important to note that contrary to the earlier beliefs, neither sex nor gender exist in a complete binary. It isn't just about being male or female. There is so much more than that. So today, we will be exploring how sex goes beyond just being XX and XY. But before that, let's go through the basics and brush up on our knowledge. What are chromosomes? Chromosomes are the packaged form of an organism's genetic material. Our genetic material or DNA is what makes us who we are. Humans have 23 pairs of chromosomes or 46 chromosomes in total. There are two types of chromosomes, autosomes and allosomes. 
Allosomes are also known as sex chromosomes and are responsible for determining our biological sex. There are two types, X and Y. As mentioned earlier, chromosomes are usually paired. If there is one copy of the X chromosome and one copy of the Y chromosome forming the XY pair, it means that you are biologically male. This is caused by the presence of a gene on the Y chromosome called SRY. The presence of this gene causes the development of the male reproductive organ testes, which in turn causes the production of the hormone testosterone, leading to the development of the male anatomy. When the pair is XX, that is you have two copies of the X chromosome, it means you are biologically female. This is because the presence of two X chromosomes and the absence of the SRY gene causes the development of ovaries, the female reproductive organ, along with the rest of the female anatomy. Seems simple enough, right? Well, not quite. What happens when you have only one X chromosome? Or two Y chromosomes? Or even three copies of sex chromosomes? Is it really just binary then? Sex? and gender are more like a spectrum, where male and female are just the extreme ends. There's a lot that exists in between. Now we've finally come to the main point of our discussion, the different variations in sex and chromosome arrangements. The allosome pair of an individual is determined at conception. Normally humans have two pairs of chromosomes. This is true for all the body cells except gametes. The gametes, due to meiotic division, will only have one set of chromosomes. When the female gamete or egg and the male gamete or the sperm fuse during fertilization, the resulting offspring will have a complete pair of chromosomes. But sometimes, this can go wrong. These mistakes in chromosome number and structure are called chromosomal aberrations. They are usually caused by errors in cell division. One such error that causes many sex chromosome aberrations is non-disjunction. This happens when a pair of chromosomes do not properly separate during meiosis, leaving the resultant gametes with either one extra chromosome or one less than required. Now, let us look at some of the different variations in sex chromosome arrangement, namely XO, XXX, XXY and XYY. Let's start with XO or the Turner's syndrome. This is a congenital genetic disorder which occurs when one of the X chromosomes is missing, either partially or completely. This chromosome change occurs randomly before birth. It is also known as monosomy of X because there is only one X chromosome. Affected individuals are generally considered female due to the absence of the Y chromosome. Turner syndrome is actually one of the most common chromosomal abnormalities occurring in approximately 1 in 2,000 female infants. Some noticeable symptoms in those with Turner syndrome is delayed puberty which results in lack of breast development and menstruation, small ovaries and reduced production of sex hormones. Physical traits of a patient with Turner's includes short stature, broad chest, scoliosis when the spine curves sideways, missing knuckle in a particular finger or toe, and a webbed neck. These traits manifest due to the absence of certain genes that are missing on the X chromosome. 
For example, the SHOX gene needs two copies to function and the absence of an X chromosome means that there is only one copy which leads to skeletal deformation. Now, let's move on to XXX or the triple X syndrome, also called trisomy of X and is characterized by the presence of an additional X chromosome in a female cells. Symptoms may vary greatly among girls and women with triple X syndrome. Many experience no noticeable effects or have only mild symptoms. Being taller than average height is, mo um, is the most typical physical feature. Unlike monosomy of X or Turner syndrome, most females with triple X syndrome experience normal sexual development but possibly slightly lower intelligence as compared to someone without the abnormality. Moving on to XXY or Klinefelter syndrome. This is a genetic condition that results when a person is born with an extra copy of the X chromosome. It is a genetic condition affecting males and it isn't often diagnosed until adulthood. Klanfelter syndrome may affect testicular growth leading to testicles smaller than normal which in turn leads to lower production of testosterone. The syndrome may also cause reduced muscle mass, reduced body and facial hair and enlarged breast tissue. There is no cure but it can be treated. Next, we're going to talk about XYY or Jacob syndrome. This is another variant of the XY chromosome and is the XYY set. It is a disorder that affects males and is characterized by the presence of an extra Y chromosome. It usually includes external presentations of above average height and an IQ that is about 10 to 15 points lower than their XY siblings or members of the family. It can affect up to 1 in a 1000 males, although many may not be diagnosed or diagnosed later in life. These are just some of the various different ways our sex chromosomes can be expressed. There is so much more to this topic and we've just scratched the surface. But from this, what we are trying to tell you is that sex and gender aren't as straightforward as you think they are. It isn't a rigid binary, but a fluid spectrum. And in a world where people can be targeted for their gender identity or anything that deviates from the norm, we need to understand this. After all, understanding is the first step to acceptance. We aren't just our chromosomes. And our chromosomes aren't just XX and XY. Look underneath the microscope and see that the world is so much broader than you think. We hope you learned something new in this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in our content, please do subscribe and stay tuned for the upcoming episodes. If you have any opinions, suggestions or feedback that you would like to provide, you can contact us on our Instagram handle at sbevit. Toodles!